I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ah! It's too soon. <laughs> I'm not ready. You told me like five times you were ready. Well, I just, I mean, theoretically. <laughs> in theory. I like the, I'm, I am, I feel like I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm like ready, but I'm not like ready. You know what I mean? I'm like ready no. to be ready. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. All right. Well, no, it's I'm ready. too late. Good. I'm ready. Because I'm recording. Tight. And we have started the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's March 1994 on this show. <laughs> it's really weird how you can hear us. You may have seen the news. Speaking of, Paul Flores was convicted of killing Kristen Smart. Oh. Today. Oh. And we were just talking about how weird it is that he got convicted basically because of a podcaster. Yeah. Who like r- really reopened the case yeah and to get convicted of murder by something that didn't even exist when you committed the murder that is pretty crazy yeah which is i mean dna evidence too like when they solve crimes like way after yeah but all that to say it's it's march 1994 and podcasts haven't been invented yet so (laughs) this will be a talk radio show (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah you can only get it late nights what time what would our time slot be i feel like really late at night yeah, when everyone's asleep. Yeah. And no one's listening. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or to put people to sleep. Yeah. They're like, ah, have... oh, time to tune into my favorite show that I only ever hear five minutes of. Yes. Because then I pass out. Like, do they ever give any information? No. Not in the first five minutes. I don't know. You're not going to get anything. I'm asleep. But maybe, I don't know if this happens to you, Bucket Snake, or to you, listener, but when I am like watching something or listening to something and I'm asleep, it gets into my dreams and it becomes the audio of my dreams. I hate that. Yeah. And a lot of times what will happen, this is why I'm going to state it publicly here. (laughs) This is why Payne Lindsay and I are mortal enemies, even though he doesn't know. Oh. Because we've, he doesn't know who I am. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he will now. Yeah. Because I. Somebody let him know. Was having trouble falling asleep. And I was like, let me just find some random podcast yeah, to maybe help lull me to sleep. And so I started listening to Up and Vanished. And it did work. I fell asleep. But then I had a dream. And this is what always happens. That in my dream, we were listening to it on iRadio. And I was like, okay, we have to go. And I was trying to gather my things. And I was like, can you turn that radio off? Oh. And it wouldn't turn off. And I was, like, getting really frantic. And that's what always happens. Like, a lot of times I'll dream that I'm walking through a house turning off every radio in the house that are all set to the same station. And I'm like, why is this still playing? And I wake (laughs) up and it's playing next to me. And so I I felt myself slipping away from sanity in my dream because I couldn't get this man to stop talking. 
And I woke up and I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so now that we're going to fight. Doesn't happen to me. No. Something that has been happening to me recently, though, is I always go to bed with soda water, like a can of soda water yeah. next to me. I think they just spawn around you at That's this point. That's true. Yes. Um, And <laughs> I've been waking up because my phone is also on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. And when my alarm goes off. <laughs> I have caught myself several times rather than picking up my phone to interact with the alarm. I just start squeezing the can like that's going to turn it off. And then I come to and I'm like, what am I doing? What is happening? Like crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. (laughs) Unhelpful. That's funny. So anyway, the alarm has gone off. It's March 1994. It is the year and month that the movie Monkey Trouble came out. And that is the movie that we're covering this month. And we're going to use the next couple episodes to set the stage. Mm -hmm. Are you stage left or stage right, Meat Wedge? I've never known. I don't know either. (laughs) I I know it's backwards, but I never know from where. Yeah. Well, I guess it's if you are standing on the stage looking out at the audience. Yeah. Stage left. That is left. It's your left? But it's always left. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure it's very simple if you're in theater. Well, I'm Bucket Snake and I'm just going to stay behind the curtain. Yeah. Eating snacks. Um, Because I don't know what's going on. Meat wedge. Yeah. I was, I I think in the the theater of life, I'd be more in like a editing, writing sort of role. Yeah. Backstage. (sighs) Yeah. Behind behind the scenes. Yeah. That's where we belong. I was in drama class for one day in high school, and I was like, what do I do? Maybe like a week. I was just like, get yeah. out of here. We've got faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> and voices for journalism. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, that's not true. Um, Yeah, where were you? March 94. Shit. How old were, were we in 94? Little. Yeah. March. Seven? 94. I was about to turn six. Yeah. Yeah. So I was five years old. Freshly... Freshly minted Kentuckian. Yeah. The so ink, we moved in 93. The blue ink hadn't even dried on you yet. <laughs> they just dip you in blue yeah. paint when you move here. Yeah. Well, that's why we're all blue. Yep. I don't know if you've ever been to Kentucky, but everyone here is blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That I was so little. Probably, what, first grade? Yeah, kindergarten for me. I don't remember a whole lot. I went to two different kindergartens. Oh, yeah. You went to 900 schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I switched in the middle of the year because we, we moved here and we were building a house. So we rented a house while the house was being built. Yeah. So we rented a house in one city and then moved into the house. But the elementary school I was supposed to go to was full. So I had to go to a different elementary school just for the second half of kindergarten. And ah. in first grade, I went to the proper elementary school. So by so by March 94, I was going to the second kindergarten. My teacher was very mean. I would have already been six by March. Yeah. Yeah. You were still five, but we mm-hmm. were in the same grade. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> okay. This, this hurts my brain. This is the hardest part of the podcast. Were we in this? You graduated a year before me. No, I didn't. We talked no. about this last time. I can't ever remember. We both graduated in 2006. We sure did. <laughs> you're just so old. <laughs> but you're so old. <laughs> anyway, so that's where we were. What was going on in the world? Well, a lot. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> There was a lot going on in March 1994, and I chose some things to talk about to set the stage for uh, that I thought were interesting. Yeah. And keep in mind, lots of other stuff stuff going on. Sure. Don't be emailing me about the stuff I forgot, because you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I probably read about it, and I said, Pff. Not interesting enough. Don't care. Yeah. I looked up some averages, because I thought it was 
interesting. The average cost of a new house was $119,000. Mm-hmm. The average income per year was $37,000. Mm-hmm. The average monthly rent was $533. Dang. The cost of a gallon of gas was $1.09. Yeah. What is this, COVID? <laughs> a movie ticket was $4. Whew. Went to the movies the other night. It was $15 a ticket. Yeah. The average cost of a new car was $12,350. That's crazy. I know. A loaf of bread was $1.59 and a dozen eggs was 86 cents. So some financial perspective there. You know what we weren't doing in March 94? Worrying about how much any of that cost. No, that's true. I do think it's interesting, though, because the I bought a house uh, recently, the past couple of years. Yeah. And it was $117,000. Uh-huh. And when I bought my car, it was about 12000 So I'm like, hey. Nice. Not much changed for me personally. Yeah, living in 94. (laughs) (laughs) But some of these other things. Yes. I mean, but if you tried to sell your house now, I'm sure it would sell for more. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah, the market has gone wild. It's true. Yeah, I got in right at the right time, which was nice. The house that I was living in before the one I live in now, I looked it up on Zillow earlier today just for kicks. Mm -hmm. And it sold in 94 or 97. I don't remember. Mid 90s for 89,000. Wow. Yeah. And it's selling right now for 283. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that so that's what was going on. Okay. I'm sure my parents were worried about the price of things because my middle brother had just been born in fall of 93. Oh wow. Yeah, so they were like I was newly a big sibling. Nice. Yeah, I was still learning the ropes, you know, don't throw it, don't drop it. Yeah. So many rules. Don't suffocate it. <laughs> so on March 5th, 1994, do you know what people in Nelspruit, South Africa, were doing? No. Nelspruit? Nelspruit? <laughs> How do you... I can't speak South African. Me either. It kind of sounds like New Zealand, but weirder. Yeah, a little bit. People with South African accents sometimes don't have an accent. Like, depending on the words they say, and then they get to a word, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> It's true. I did look up after, I think after watching Chappie, I looked up a video of how to do a South African accent. Yeah. And it's very, it's very interesting. It's fucking weird. It is weird. Have you ever listened to Elon Musk talk? No, I try not to. Yeah. It's weird. It's just yeah. weird. He anyway. knows sometimes he just doesn't have an accent because I think he doesn't want to. Yeah, maybe. Because I mean, if you listen to like, what what's their names? From D. Antwerp. Yeah. They accent all the time. They accent all the time. Yeah. <laughs> They're constantly accenting. They're just accenting. <laughs> so I think it, you know. Well, in March of 1994, the largest milkshake that had yet been made was made in South Africa. It was 1,955 gallons. That's crazy. Do Why you... not just round up? Why not do? <laughs> they couldn't do five more gallons. Right. They're like, we've used all the milk in South Africa. <laughs> This is it. This is All the, the end of the line. All the cows are just in the field like. <gasps> <laughs> They're like that little Spongebob meme where he's yeah. naked. What do you put it in? Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. They were like, we this fits nine, <laughs> 19. Oh, yeah. You know, like they just like, found another a container that could hold that much volume. So yeah. they're like, well, we it, may as well. I, I need more info. Do you put it in a swimming pool? Do you put it in? I saw some pictures of the because people have broken the record since and those people like made a special giant cup for it yeah so maybe that's what they did too because i feel like when people do that it's for advertising you know so i'm sure they made the cup 
with their la- logo on it or whatever. I guess, but then do you drink it? Do you you have to. Stand on a building? You have to share. Get so many. Yeah, because, and I mean, it's got it's going to start melting, <laughs> like, yeah. immediately. I know. I don't even know how they made it. What if it's in a giant styrofoam cup that isn't, like, super thick, and they... You just all, punch through it. Yeah, line around <laughs> it at the bottom, and everybody on three is just like, dunk, <laughs> and just starts drinking out of it. Hey, that would be really cool, actually. I'd be down. Do you put, like, hundreds of cherries on top, or you still just put one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, just one. Because one is funnier. <laughs> yeah, and whoever gets it wins. You just, ding. <laughs> when I was looking this up, I saw there was a YouTube video of somebody being like i don't know if this is a record but i'm gonna drink a five gallon milkshake and i was like i am not clicking on that no i don't want to watch you throw up ew well because it's like a thing that people can't drink a gallon of milk in an hour yeah or you'll die or you'll die you'll just die <laughs> you just drop dead <laughs> a cow comes and kills you <laughs> the cow of death it's wasteful just punches you to death okay so that's happening in south africa what else is going on the 8th on march 8th the u.s defense department Announced a ban on smoking in all workplaces, which I was like, why? Okay, first of all, weird to think that you could smoke in your workplace to begin with. Yeah. Second of all, why is the Defense Department deciding this? <laughs> That's that seems a good question. so well, strange. They do is it the ATF, ATF. I guess, yeah. is part of it? Yeah. Alcohol, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Yeah, all the things people love. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Announced a ban on smoking in workplaces, which I'm sure many people were upset about, but probably also other people were very happy about. Yeah, extremely appreciative. Is this when you also stopped being able to smoke inside of restaurants, or did that not count? I don't think so, because I distinctly remember smoking in non-smoking sections in restaurants. Yeah, I do too. I think it was probably a state When the sections became a thing? Maybe you could just smoke anywhere, and then they're like, "Well, we're gonna put you over here in this corner," as though the air was different <laughs> yeah, and didn't spread throughout the restaurant. Of the restaurant, yeah, yeah, that's that's a wild thing, I, and that there are people today who don't remember walking to a restaurant and having the host being like, "Smoking or non?" Yeah, I I used to could do that very much. Remember that, and I yeah. still cannot i i mean i can't go in places where people smoke inside it makes me sick so i couldn't imagine trying to go to work and people being allowed to smoke in there yeah no like you watch old stuff and see people smoking in hospitals and you're like hello doctors just smoking next to your bed (laughs) but a hairdresser just ashing in your hair oh my god and then blow drying it away yeah you never know (laughs) everything smells like smoke anyway but yeah so that was banned good uh, one of my favorite things that I learned about was that on March 13th, the Sunday Telegraph reported that the surgeon's photograph of the Loch Ness Monster was a hoax. Yeah, that's the most famous one, right? That's the one that when you think photo of Loch Ness Monster, yes. that's the one you picture. Yeah, the that photograph is reportedly the first photo of the creature's head and neck, and it was published in the Daily Mail in 1934. Wow. Yeah, so for 60 years, the photo was considered evidence of the monster's existence <laughs> the idea that 60 years later be like that creature is probably still alive i mean in there we've never seen it yeah somebody did once though but it's like like yeah somebody <laughs> did a surgeon but like animals they just don't live that long yeah anyway yeah i guess if they're mythical well yeah it's a mythical creature 
they live forever. Yeah. The creature. So what happened was starting in 1993, some team started to like really look into it because obviously there had always been people who were like, that's not real. Yeah. But they found an uncropped photograph of it. And it was like, oh, you can really tell the scale. Yeah. Is not what it looks like when it is cropped. Right. Because it turns out that it was a 12 inch tall toy. (laughs) It was a toy submarine that they had taken some like wood and clay and like fashioned the Mm -hmm. head and neck out of. This is why you always, always, always have finger for scale. Right. Or banana. In your photos. (laughs) Yeah. So it was, uh, the creature was a... Like I said, toy submarine built by Christian Sperling, the son-in-law of Marmaduke Weatherell. What a name. Weatherell. Mm-hmm. Weatherell had been publicly ridiculed by his employer, the Daily Mail, after he found Nessie footprints that turned out to be a hoax. And so this was his sort of like revenge to get them back. But the footprints were a hoax. So that guy, Marmaduke, who people called Duke mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, Marmaduke <laughs> is too long. <laughs> He was a big game hunter and also an actor. He was in a bunch of, like, old, old films. Okay. And he wanted to be the one to, like, find Nessie. Mm -hmm. So he used an umbrella stand shaped like a hippopotamus foot. Okay. Which I guess was in fashion at the time. Yeah, probably made out of an actual hippopotamus foot. Ew. I know. Yeah, but he used that to make footprints and then take pictures of it to use as proof and then obviously they were like no it's one of them old hippo umbrella stands yeah it looks just like a hippo right so he got made fun of by the daily mail uh-huh. for it uh-huh. so he's like fine i'll get you back and i guess he did i mean 60 years of yeah he was probably dead by then by yeah. the time it was oh, declared yeah. a hoax yeah 60 years so. of thinking it was real yeah absolutely good good on you marmaduke do you think nessie is real I like the theory that it's the ghost of a dinosaur. I know. I love that. That's my favorite idea. That it's like, that's why it's been seen for so long. Because it's not an animal that has lived that long. It's just a ghost. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, okay, logically, an animal that size couldn't live in this area and not be detected. And it would have to be eating things. It would have to be, you know, moving around. And But a ghost. Yeah. You know, the little toy model that they used for that fake photograph. Yeah. Apparently, somebody was walking up on them while they were taking these pictures. And so one of the guys, like, panicked and smushed it, like, pushed it under the water. Oh. And it's never been found. Oh. So that Nessie is still in there. (laughs) So in a way. (laughs) Yeah. She lives on. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Maybe, maybe the, the lake just swallows things, you yeah. know, and only reveals them when it feels like it. it. Yeah, it's only there when you're not looking for it. But it does make sense, though. Like, if ghosts are real, why only people? No. Yeah, absolutely. There should be ghosts of other things, too. That's more fun. Yeah, I think the ghost of our dog Paco hung out at our house yeah. after he died. Absolutely. I think he was just there. And, you know, not all the time. But every yeah. once in a while, pop in, say hello. Every time that I've tripped on nothing, there used to be something there. Probably a cat. Tree root. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a cat. <laughs> yes, it was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Well, on March 19th in Yokohama, Japan, the largest omelet in history was made. Wow. It was 1,383 square feet, and they used 160,000 eggs. That's like chicken eggs? Yeah. You had to crack all those eggs? I wonder how many people were working on it that had to crack all the eggs. The fucking farm animals in March 1994 were tired. They were working hard. <laughs> the milkshake, the omelet, what's happening? I, uh, it's weird. It was a weird year for big food. <laughs> so true i wonder what else was in it was it like a denver omelet it have a lot of other ingredients i don't know it was japanese so just cheese yeah an omelet is a french food right so seafood seafood that's what they eat in japan just rice (laughs) a rice omelet Mm, i don't know but i Mm. hope they ate that too because it's so wasteful if they didn't and how do you it would be cold yeah yeah gross that seems like a thing though that you know that you just cut it up and serve everybody like a little piece of this omelet yeah, just hope there are enough people. Also, Japan, to me, seems so small, like, size-wise. Yeah, but they're, like, packed in there. Right, but so they took up almost 1,400 square feet with an <laughs> omelet. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're like, excuse me, we get to take over your living room for a right? little bit. We gotta yeah. make this omelet. Where hmm. did they make it? I don't know. In the countryside. I'm too distracted because I'm once again thinking about a 1,300 square foot omelet with like a single slice of bell pepper in it <laughs> somewhere. Like, but not a single, but just like a normal amount of omelet toppings. Yeah. Just that you in... would put in like a four egg omelet yeah. and they're mixed it. So it's a, it's got enough cheese to well, cover the whole omelet. Oh, okay. Because otherwise it's not an omelet. It's just scrambled eggs. So you have to have enough cheese to be in the whole thing. Okay. But then, like, the mushrooms and the bell pep and the sausage, just enough for a four-egg omelet, and they're in there somewhere. Right. Then somebody gets a really nice omelet experience. (laughs) Instead of a needle in a haystack, it's like finding a bell pepper in the world's largest omelet. (laughs) Yeah. That's so silly. (laughs) It is. March 1994, you so silly. Okay, well, something that wasn't silly. Oh, no. On March 27th. The Palm Sunday tornado outbreak happened. Yeah. Which, interestingly, was like the third time there had been a tornado outbreak on Palm Sunday. Which, I mean, I know it's during tornado season or whatever, but I was like, damn, maybe God doesn't like Palm Sunday. What is Palm Sunday? I think it's the Sunday before Easter. It's something to do with Easter. Oh, okay. The outbreak produced 29 tornadoes from Texas to North Carolina. It killed 40 people. It injured 491 people. And it caused $140 million in damage, which in today's money is like $3 billion. I don't know, but it's probably a lot. (laughs) The deadliest storm of that outbreak was also the deadliest storm in the U.S. in 1994. It was an F4 tornado that devastated Piedmont, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And it struck a church right in the middle of Palm Sunday service. And it collapsed the roof on the congregation and killed 20 people. 
Damn. The supercell storm that formed this tornado existed for 200 miles. They tracked it, like, across the fucking country. It made me realize, like, I know Twister came out in 96, Mm -hmm. but I was so afraid of tornadoes when I was a kid. Yeah. And I feel like they just happened more. Like, things like this happened more. I mean, maybe just because we thought about them more often, you know, they told... We practiced tornado drills in school. school, Well, and the house that I grew up in, we didn't have a basement. We didn't either. So I distinctly remember there being tornado warnings and us having to go. There was a barn on the land like next to us. Mm -hmm. I was like half underground. Oh, okay. And we would go over there. And I remember being like, wow, there are a lot of spiders in here. (laughs) And... Uh, having to hide in the closet. And one time we had to run across the highway to our neighbor's house because they had a basement. Yeah. Yeah. We always were supposed to get in the downstairs bathroom of our house because it was in the middle of the house. And right. We had no windows. It was like if you if we had enough time, we could go to my grandmother's house, which was a mile away. She had a basement. Yeah. But if we didn't, you know, my parents were just like, if you hear that. And I, yeah. I feel like everybody was worried about them more. yeah just like more aware of them i don't so, know do they not happen as often now or do we just have other things to worry about they're like we uh, don't yeah. have time for tornado drills because we're doing active shooter uh, drills instead yeah i'm just not in school anymore i don't know i don't know what they do maybe yeah, they still do true. tornado drills i don't know i don't know either i just distinctly remember like three separate times yeah when i was little having to do emergency you know mm-hmm. things and there was a tornado in my hometown. It was across the county, but it took out a car lot. Oh, no. Yeah. So. that's I'm just imagining the sounds. Yeah. So crunchy. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> but it turns out that there had been budget cuts starting in the 1970s that had forced the National Weather Service to cut back on the expansion of new broadcast stations. So while larger urban and suburban areas had pretty sufficient coverage... A lot of rural areas didn't have any coverage at all from the National Weather Service. So a lot of the people who got hit by these tornadoes had no idea they were coming. Ugh. So this incident led to like an expansion again yeah. in that coverage. Okay, but good. it's just like really sad to think about. It is very sad. And there are just certain things that should not be allowed to have budget cuts. Yeah. Like the National Weather Service. Yeah. Like that's just a thing that we do. That costs money, and that's okay. We just give it as much money as it needs. That's why we pay taxes, so that the government can let us know if we're about to die. Bare minimum. Yeah. That seems like the bare minimum. I agree. For our tax payments. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, another sad thing that happened. March 28th, the Shell House Massacre. Mm -hmm. It was a shooting incident that took place at the headquarters of the African National Congress in Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh So there's a lot going on in South Africa, March 94, in the lead up to their elections. About 20,000 Inkatha Freedom Party, the IFP, about 20,000 of their supporters marched to the Shell House in protest against the elections. And then the African National Congress opened fire and killed 19 people. Wow. So this was a time when, like, apartheid was on its way out and there was a power vacuum and there was just a lot of, like, unknowns and people fighting for power and blah, blah, blah. And also the world's largest milkshake. Yeah. It's just so weird that this happened, like, three weeks after. How can a country be upset when they have (laughs) the pride 
of the world's largest milkshake. I don't. These everybody involved was lactose intolerant. <sighs> so like we yep. didn't get to participate or enjoy <laughs> the milkshake, and we're pissed and we're mad about it. Yeah, I just I wanted to include that because I included the milkshake thing <laughs> because I was just like it's just another example of like the the duality of man right but just the example of what we keep coming across of things happening at basically the same time yeah and it just being so incongruous of like milkshake shootout yeah (laughs) milkshake shootout you're right yeah yeah (laughs) well too i mean jokes aside no (laughs) (laughs) i know you gotta have fun and you gotta do fun things regardless of you know if we if we stopped doing fun things because bad things were happening in the world, we'd never do anything fun. But the idea that like these, this unrest was happening in South Africa and they were like, why don't we make a giant milkshake about it? Yeah. It wasn't related. I know it wasn't like the ANC was like, let's make a milkshake and maybe yes. that will make things better. But it's just like, things were wild in South Africa at the time. Yes. Like and, all over. And yeah. not just on March 28th. Right. Like just a lot. Yeah. And somebody was like, this seems like the good. Yeah. Like the time. I know, and it's like, I wonder if that person truly had the intent of, like, let's just bring some, like, random-ass joy to this, you know, sad timeline. Or if they were such an affluent person that was not affected by what was going on, and they were just entirely, like, tone-deaf to what was happening in the world. Yeah. Or they were just like, I have so much milk it's about to expire they accidentally hit too many zeros when they put in the order and they're like fuck i don't know how i ended up with two thousand gallons of milk i needed 200 i'm a bit up to my eyeballs let's make a milkshake about it i can't even store it yeah plus i have this giant silver cup (laughs) only one cherry though (laughs) just one cherry hate that yeah that was what was going on in okay. March 1994. Well, that was very interesting. Who was the president? Still Bill Clinton. Okay. We were in 98 on yeah. our last episode and Mr. Clinton Did was... he serve eight years? Yes. Okay. Cool. Indeed. And Al Gore was the VP. Nice. So he, he was... was probably pretty fresh at that point. Or yeah. was he in the middle of his terms? He would have been... When was he elected? 92? Two. Two? 92 yeah okay would so have been was... elected in 92 yeah so he yeah he was settled in you know yeah 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 he knew where everything what all the where everything all the light switches in the white house did at this were, point yeah in the cabinets yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> al gore was actually the one who pushed for more national weather service coverage and money that makes sense that seems like his thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> well all righty so that's what was going on in cool. the world well, there was a monkey getting in trouble. <laughs> we assume. Yeah, the monkey was in trouble. The monkey wasn't causing trouble. He's just in trouble. Yeah, it's just a monkey in trouble. The whole time. A monkey's <laughs> arrest record was almost what the movie was called. Damn, he got a rap sheet <laughs> so long. And he can't even read. He can't even read. <laughs> well, it's not a requirement for a rap sheet. Or a monkey. No. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, but can this monkey read? Well, until next week, if you need us, you can find us on the internet because it is actually 2022 and not March 1994 and we exist in the ether. (laughs) (laughs) You're right over there. (laughs) Yeah, it's the decaf. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I need an actual calf, I guess. <laughs> you said, like, I didn't tell anybody. You said I wasn't allowed to tell anybody. I'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where on the internet can you find us, Bucket Snake? Anywhere that you look. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no, we're on Instagram and Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. We have a Gmail, Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com, and also a Twitter, Replay Rewind Pod. Yeah, if you want to listen to our other episodes, you can go to Stitcher or Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. They're all there. If you take a minute to like and subscribe, that would be amazing. It helps us, you know, move up in the ranks, get in other people's faces, be like, hey, listen to this. It's funny. Or you can, and or, you can share it with your friends. Yeah, or you can do that thing that sometimes Meat Wedge and I do where we're like, listen to how bad this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I usually I, only with audiobooks. Though. I'd rather you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been getting into, I think we both have been getting into audiobooks yeah. recently. So every week it's like, listen to this though. Yeah, you're like, this one's good. This one's bad. I know, I'm, I'm kind of worried about it, honestly, because I just recorded the goosebumps audiobook yeah. for our patreon for october and i hope nobody is listening to be like listen to this bitch talk like she's <laughs> she doesn't even know how to read so <laughs> i don't know if you have to do that if that's the way that we get, <laughs> get that's out how, there yeah that's we get fine. famous you know you know what they say that no no press is bad press yeah but yeah that would be cool yeah or you can join our patreon it is patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast there's a bunch of bonus content on there Lots of back catalog that you could get caught up on before we start adding new content next month. This month. Last, like me, l- reading Goosebumps. Right now. For October. I know. It's on there. Go. Check it out. It's great. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, or Al Gore will be sad. Oh, no. I don't want that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.